guys, and thanks for joining us on the Black Mom Diaries. Today, we're going to take a deeper dive into the why behind the podcast. Join us as LaTanya and I give you some of the juicy details behind the vision. Coming up next on the Black Mom Diaries. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Black Mom Diaries. This is Patricia. And this is LaTanya. Hope y'all are doing great today. We have an awesome show for y'all. We're going to be talking about um, why we're doing this. Yeah? Yep. The significance of the Black Mom Diaries. What's behind the name? No mystery there. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's all pretty clear. Um, but Latanya and I were having a conversation, so we thought we would bring that to the light because we thought it might be helpful for anyone out there that is listening. So we're going to rewind and you go ahead and take it, Latanya. Well, I, 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 I think I would piggyback off of you okay. <laughs> because um, I think you have a, a great vision. Um, for the Black Mom Diaries. I used to kind of think to myself, you know, why is it called the Black Mom Diary? Well, we're black and we're moms. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, why not the Mom Diaries? But there's plenty of moms. There's plenty of things that, that go on. I guess I see it as we actually live in our different communities and I don't know about your experience, but it's really kind of hard to find black moms, you know, where I live. And if I run across one, I'm like, if I saw the superstar, I mean, I'm like, hey, girl, you know, (laughs) or hello. I mean, I won't I won't scare with the hey, girl. (laughs) But um, there's some there's a psych a lot. There's a psych psych. What is it? Oh, man, I'm saying the physiological. No, no psychological thing behind it. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Yes. Because when you don't see a whole lot of you, you want to I want to gravitate towards someone that looked like me. Right. I want to talk to them. I want to share some things with them. But then sometimes that's not always reciprocated. You mm-hmm. know, like, you know, we will speak about. later but you know just our daily lives is what I see or our daily um, events I won't say struggle because everything's not a struggle Mm -hmm. but just some things that we kind of question like is this something you've gone through how are you handling it am I crazy yeah I'm not crazy what that's the best feeling in the world for me I know when I know that something and I feel kind of conflicted because I'm like yes when I hear somebody else's situation that is similar to mine but it's not like yay I'm so glad you're going through that but it's like yay I'm so glad I'm not alone so um on that note I guess what I will do is just kind of start from the beginning and let you guys know where we began and go through the journey with y'all Latanya was asking me what my vision is and what are my goals and why did I think this was so valuable and important? Well, there are a lot of reasons why, um, but I just recently finished graduate school and one of the projects that we had to Congratulations. do- Congratulations. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Um, yeah, feels good to be done. <laughs> 
But one of the projects that we talked about at the beginning of our grad school experience was this, I guess, compilation of everything that we learned. And that was supposed to be our final. So it wasn't, it, w it was like the, the written, the, and I, oh my goodness, not a dissertation because I wasn't getting my PhD, but the master's version of that, which is escaping me. Why am I having trouble thinking about that? Well, anyways, it wasn't the written version. It was a project-based final. So the last class was you put everything together that you worked on during your whole graduate experience. And for me, in the very beginning, I was like, what do I have a passion for? What do I have a heart for that I can bring to light? Well, marriage. I love, you know, marriage, the idea of marriage, strong marriages. As a black woman married to a black man, I was all about the black marriage. So I went through my graduate school experience thinking that I was going to do something on black marriage. When I got to probably the, the fourth semester, and there were five semesters um, in my graduate school, I started kind of having a shift in mindset and thought process. And it really had to do with um, being a mom and being full-time worker, being in graduate school, and just being a mom and a lot of the struggles that I was having. And um, so I started to think that maybe it might be um, productive and helpful to do something on black moms because um, you know as we had mentioned before uh, well I had mentioned I was raised by an old-school aunt when my husband and I decided that we wanted to be parents we both had conversations about how we wanted to do things differently than our parents did uh, no disrespect to our parents and for me my, my great-aunt but at the same time just recognizing that the world has changed and with it, we needed to do a little bit of change in our parenting styles. And also because of where he worked and, you know, some of the things that he learned. But anyway, um, so fast forward to me being in graduate school and, you know, I have, a, I think at the time I had like a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And life was not, you know, before that, I'm not saying that at this point life was hard because when I became a mother of two, life got really hard. That changed so significantly for me. And I realized stressors that I didn't ever expect. You know, I found myself snapping at my son, just all that stuff. So anyway, um, I was really struggling. And I wanted to reach out to some friends, but I just really felt ashamed at some of the things that um, I saw myself doing as a mom. And I was really worried that I was going to be judged. But at the same time, I thought, okay, well, you know, if you talk about it, you confess it, you um, get it out, then maybe, then maybe bringing that stuff to light will help in the healing process. So, um, you know, and I had thought, I told LaTanya, I thought about calling her, you know, I, I was gonna, I started texting you and then I was like, no. I don't want her to judge me. <laughs> I thought Aww. about texting some other friends. Um, <laughs> was worried that I was going to be judged. And um, so I, I, you know, went to church. That's something that I did regularly every week. Um, and there was a friend that I saw often. And she's a mother. And she seemed to have it all together. And I just was really feeling desperate. I was serving in kids and had a rough morning with my children 
especially my oldest. And I just really felt like I needed some encouragement as mm-hmm. a mother, um, mm-hmm. just to be like, it's okay, mama, you're doing, you're doing amazing. So I started talking about, um, you know, my morning and, you know, into the conversation, I just felt dismissed. It was like she changed the topic completely and it wasn't even an acknowledgement of the things that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And my feelings were a little hurt, but I let it go. And I just thought maybe, you know, I just didn't express the seriousness or maybe it just wasn't the right time. And maybe I should just try to approach her later. But um, I let it go. And, you know, but that just that just kind of sort of hurt my feelings. And then I also thought, well, OK, <laughs> um, maybe maybe this is just not the person that I need to speak to because yes, we're all moms, but at the same time, our experiences are different. Mm -hmm. So maybe I need to connect with someone that has similar experiences that I, that I have. And I'm going to be completely transparent right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) with you. Okay. In another thought that I had, and this may, I will, you know, it may do whatever it will do, but, um, I also just kind of sort of felt like um, I didn't, I also just kind of sort of felt like I didn't want to um, ask for help from someone that didn't look like me, um, ask for help from a white person. I'm going to just be up because um, I didn't want it to be like, okay, here comes a white person telling me how to handle my, how to handle my business as a mom. They have all the answers. No, they don't have all the answers, right. you know? Um, and I <laughs> I just wanted help from another woman that looked like me, a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, no judgment, uh, none of that, and just to keep it real. And, you know, I get weepy as I, as I um, share this. And, you know, I told you, LaTanya, my grandma raised me not to be weepy and everything. And for whatever reason, I get emotional about it. It's deep. It's deep. So I'm just going to be open and honest um, and no disrespect to anybody else um, in saying that. But that's just kind of how I was feeling, just kind of how I was feeling like they don't have all the answers. I don't want to ask for help from somebody that looks that doesn't look like me. I want to know that. Where I am, as I am, I am okay. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of... So anyway, I just kind of felt like if I am feeling like this, then there's got to be other people that are feeling like this. And I knew you mm-hmm. and I knew some other black moms. And I, I knew that you guys were kind of sort of doing things a little differently. So I thought, okay, so if if these women are doing things differently, there's got to be other women out there that are doing things differently. And there's got to be other black women out there that are maybe struggling like me. Mm-hmm. So um, I've always learned that if, um, you know, you're having an issue and there's nothing to address it in the marketplace or whatever, create it. You know, um, so if you like soul food, but you want to eat healthy you're a vegan you are you switched to being a vegan you can't find anything that suits your your eating habits create a black soul food restaurant you know what i mean so um figure out a problem and figure out a solution to the problem and make it happen that's kind of sort of where i was so that's um kind of sort of why i wanted to create this podcast 
for other black women out there that maybe were feeling the same way I was feeling and needed some encouragement because in that moment, um, and like I said, it could have been that I just wasn't expressing the seriousness. It could have been the wrong time. I don't know what it was, but for whatever reason, when I reached out for help, I did not get it. Um, and um, I just, I did not want anybody else who looked like me to feel that way. I wanted women of color, you know, to mm -hmm. have a place where they could go and feel supported and encouraged as you know, black moms. You know, when I, when I hear you talk um, about your experience, it's, it's the same thing that my husband and I experienced when we moved um, from Florida to Texas. Um, in Florida, it, it, it is what it is. We, it was multicultural. You know, you could get in your car before you would get to the corner. You would either see someone that was black, Haitian. I'm just saying, you know, Cuban, um, Dominican, you know, here is like, you can go miles or to the next city and not see anybody that look like you. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to go back. So you want what you want. I don't think you should apologize for wanting what you want. Not saying that you were, but like you say, I'm, I'm just sorry. I wanted to find somebody that looked like me. You want what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell I always tell my kids, if, what do you want? Be clear what you want. You want a burger? You want some fries? Because if you're not, you're going to get whatever is there. Right. Right. So if you are clear and you're saying, you know, what, I just want to speak with someone that look like me. I don't think that's a I don't think anything's wrong with that. Right. People can think what they think. If that's what you want, they want what they want. They get what they want. Mm -hmm. When we moved here, I didn't know there were parenting classes. <laughs> I don't remember growing up with my aunt saying, oh, I'm just going to go talk to some ladies about the things that's going on with you guys. Mm hmm. Like that, I never saw that. And even when she talked to her friends, it was about, you know, they were very old school. They were talking about almanacs, growing <laughs> things in the garden. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you would hear was like, oh, I wish they would do that, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> but it wasn't like, you. hey, you're doing such a great job. You keep going. Yeah. I, I don't know what that was about because I'm not them. Some I, I think I might want to ask her, why didn't you ever, you know, have anybody to talk about with us? Mm. Well, I kind of limit, you know what? I kind of already know the answer to that. Cause she was like, you were just going to do what I say or you had something to pay for it. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't like, I'm going, you're not listening. I'm going to try. I'm just You're just going to get a spanking until <laughs> no you options. get it right. It, yeah. That was just it. Like yeah. we spoke about, but Today is like we, I don't know, and maybe this is going to sound a little, I don't know, like our kids are human. I don't know how to put it. Our kids are human. They have feelings and they're going to grow up one day. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. They, you know, I, I do feel like we were treated like me, pers us, you know, the five that grew up under my aunt, we were treated like we didn't have feelings. Yes. Or like you they know, didn't matter? Yeah, like it didn't matter. So mm -hmm. when I went to this class um, that was sponsored by the church, we walked in there. Of course, we were the only, you know, 
couple of color. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll learn from wherever. Yeah. I just felt it was very surfaced. Mm. Like, what, you know, we need to learn how to not scream at our kids. Tell me why. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or just don't do it, but don't, don't give the reasoning behind it. Right. Because psychologically when you hit and I'm doing my <laughs> my voice I'm sorry <laughs> your psychologist voice yes is that what Child it is psychology. but you know I guess your spirit will resonate with what you what what it feels or like hmm let me see if I can so I have friends that are are not you know a lot of them that are not um you know black and i love them mm-hmm. yeah they have absolutely. some great things that they do with their kids that i've learned to incorporate in my life but yes. then again it's still been very like i couldn't connect to that background i don't you know you don't feel that 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 familiar familiarity mm-hmm. because i feel like we want to know that it's okay but we feel like it's not okay um when i'm talking to someone that doesn't look like me you know like our kids are going to respond differently and maybe i'm not being clear what i'm saying i like i say i have a friend that um you know she's like i don't know what to do you know my kid is just she's into boys and she's developing really quick i'm just gonna just let her go ahead and and we'll figure it out and like I, I I operate in a judge free a judge free zone because I believe that judgment is self imposed. Mm-hmm. You do have people that say things, but then we're scared of being judged because we judge our ourselves so harshly. Right. Yes. And um, I'm like, okay, you just go ahead and let her figure it out. I mean, that's what you want to do. I'm like, okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know. But then when I get home and I look at my daughter who's not into anything other than her books and she was she's nine so she only likes to read her little animal books and things like that and I and kind of asked her I was like do you do you even think about boys you know she's like mom why would you ask me that (laughs) and I'm like okay I'm still safe Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you know oh man I may have brought it to her mind but she doesn't really and then you know, I'm just thinking, okay, if that were me, what would I do? But that's not my child at this moment. Right. Or it, or what I would do would not even fit what you think. Mm-hmm. I feel like you think because she has older kids that she's dealt with this with. And I'm like, man, she's already had one that's out. Two girls that's out. She has some wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, but that wisdom wasn't something that resonated with my spirit i don't Mm -hmm. i can't i don't think i could just let it go and let my baby figure it out because that's i feel like i have a responsibility to her to help her with certain things and if i can find somebody else like you it's like you know how was it when we grew up could we go talk to our parents about a boy i couldn't (laughs) i'll okay so just real quick (laughs) um side note um i asked this boy so i dated a guy all through high school for the most part so my junior prom went to high went to prom with him uh senior year wasn't with him anymore we ended up breaking up 
and I decided that I was going to ask a friend of mine to prom. And he got back to me, you know, we went to lunch and we and he went to another school. But long story short, he was like, yeah, let's do this. So I was all excited about it. I went to share it with my aunt because I thought it was Mm -mm. grand news. She yelled at me. I got in so much trouble. And she was like, you don't chase boys. You better call him back and tell him you're not going to prom with him. You yeah, just that is a big no, no. You don't ask. They ask you boys do the chasing. And just how could you ask a boy to prom? Shame on you. So, yes, um. Uh, anyway, there. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah, there's no room for that. And see, just mm-hmm. you talking about that brought up many memories of, you know, I, it was 10 degrees outside. And I mean, I guess we'll talk about this, you know, again later, um, more in detail. And a boy came to my house and he knocked on. We had like four, three lines of defense before you could get into. <laughs> so, you know, you had a screen porch. Mm hmm. With a burglar bar door mm-hmm. and then another screen door. <laughs> and then <laughs> you walk across the porch and then there was another screen door that oh, had wow. glass on it. Or like, you know, like, you know, it's not glass, but what's that? You can see through it. I want to say fiberglass. Is that what it is? Well, I, I'm not sure what it is. Plexi? Maybe plexi. I don't well, know. you can see through it and it had a screen on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So that you can let air in. And then after that, it was a wooden door. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we had like four lines of defense. Well, he got to the screen door and my aunt <laughs> like put her buttermilk biscuits on hold, walked out there and was like, who you come here to see, son? <laughs> he was like, I'm here to see Latanya. She was silent. She came back in. The first thing she said was, don't go out there and get pregnant. Really? <laughs> that's gonna happen by on the porch yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so she said you know them boys they just be looking you know i'm like okay he may be just a friend i don't even know who's at the door Uh (laughs) and so i go outside and i you know i see it's my neighbor and um he had expressed to me that he liked me now Mm -hmm. it's not like she didn't know him she knew him right (laughs) so i go to open the door to go in (laughs) And she's like, no, you're going to sit out on the porch. I'll pass you your coat and y'all going to sit out there on the porch. That's like 19 degrees outside. So she can see. Okay. But anyway, just see how it just feels great to talk to you. Because if I speak with someone else and they're like, no, that's not what my mom did. She was like, I had a boyfriend at 10 years old. He could come in and go to my room. I'm like, Earl, you're giving me a headache right now. Not, nope. <laughs> so not happening. How can we do this for it? I'm just gonna let my daughter do the same thing. Like nothing happened to me. I'm like, okay, yeah. No judgment. That's what you like. Mm-hmm. Not not saying that I want to know. I want to control what I hear. Mm-hmm. But there's another part. Like another um, example would be. You know, our track team is predominantly black. Mm-hmm. All of the, I love going. Yes. <laughs> I, it's, I don't, I, look, my, my son said he didn't want to run track this season. I was like, no. Oldest or youngest? The, the, mid, the, the oldest son. The, mm-hmm. the youngest isn't able to run yet okay. until he turns um, five. I was like, no, you are <laughs> going 
to track. And my daughter was like, I want to run track, but I don't want to go to Junior Olympics. I don't even want to try to go. I'm like, what? (laughs) The most satisfying conversation. We meet three times a week. Mm. And we're all of different, we're different races, but we're not um, like, let's say, you know, I have one that's from Africa. There's another one that's black and Puerto Rican. So the diaspora. But it's the most. I don't the conversation. I I don't want y'all y'all gonna run, y'all leg broke y'all going to track <laughs> because to support to support to support you can't run but you, we gonna we gonna support. But it's just something about that like yeah. having you know just that familiar familiar yes. background yes because most no, all of like our it. parents did the same thing yeah. And there's no, there's no like looking at you like, really? Right. Like, oh. yes. Oh, yes. and just real quick, uh, master's final written project is a thesis. There so it I is. Just ha- I had to get it out. Anyway, yes. moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's no like, there's no judgment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think like naturally, unless we are very intentional about it, we all are, we all pass judgment. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it just, it just is what it is, unless like, you know, you are very intentional mm-hmm. about not having judgment for people. Because like mm-hmm. you said, I mean, like that's that has to do with us. That's that's not about the other person. It's mm-hmm. about us. Um, but yeah. And just feeling like for me, I did not want to, you know, I guess um, when that happened and I felt like the whole thing that I said was dismissed, it was like, OK, well, I don't want somebody to be like, well, you're wrong as a mom anyway. Like who who wants to be if you're feeling down <laughs> and there's so much mom bashing out there mm-hmm. and I belong to several mom groups on social media. I don't really say anything because there's a ton of mom bashing that I see in those groups. There's a ton of support, mm-hmm. but there's a ton of mom bashing and I don't want to run the risk of putting myself out there as a mom in need of help and being bashed mm-hmm. because people may not understand where I'm coming from and mm-hmm. I understand my upbringing, you know, and you just, you're just asking for a simple thing like with spanking. Mm-hmm. Most black people spank, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of us are getting away from that, but there's a lot of black people that still spank. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our other counterparts don't do that. Mm-hmm. you know and it's looked down upon mm-hmm. and so that that's just you know just right because i've been handed things. the research on spanking like oh if you spank your kid before they go to bed it psychologically strains them and it creates nightmares like i've been handed information and um i don't <clears throat> it, to me if you don't do it you don't do it if mm-hmm. you do it then that's fine. You know, some people are like, well, I need to, well, if you do it, I need to make sure that you do it the right way. What is the right way? Right. But (laughs) if you don't do this thing, it's never, it's never going to seem right. Right. So I don't, you know, I I, I just don't have any part of it. Right. You know, just like you say, I see things on social media and have been a part of mom groups and it just, if it doesn't if it doesn't feel right to me I'm like well you you can't you can't walk in my shoes you don't know what I'm going through and mm-hmm. even if I tell you some people can some people like you know I feel like I can tell you 
something about my four-year-old that maybe you've experienced or have seen Mm -hmm. or like you know as your son grows and my he I have an eight-year-old you might be like did he do this or you know but also and I don't know if this has anything to do with it Latanya or not but um for me and yes the world has changed but there's still a lot of work that needs to be done um I feel like well no I don't feel like I know there are microaggressions out there. Mm. There are things that there are ways that and people don't maybe don't even realize it. I mean, you know, that's what, why um, they call it that. Right. But um, the way people and, you know, as cute as our children are as children, there are still those things that people do. They do differently. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I appreciate my kids school so much, because they really work hard to love on all of their children Mm -hmm. and it's not like okay you know it's just they they work very hard to love on their children and the the teachers love the kids Mm -hmm. um and that's not always the case um but i know my kid my my five-year-old my not my daughter so much um she's still pretty young i mean she's she's three but um my son he said things before so that makes me wonder okay so where are you getting that from Mm -hmm. obviously there's something something is off Mm -hmm. um so the way their experience in the world as young as they are um i want to say like i want to i want to protect you as for as long as i can Mm -hmm. um but the world doesn't always care they right. will see things, whether it's on TV, um, mm-hmm. whether it's out in public. And so the way they perceive the world is differently. So the way my wife... And you know, like you said, you have white friends and mm-hmm. you love them. Mm-hmm. And you have taken some of the things that they do with their kids and incorporated it into mm-hmm. how you you um, work with your kids. And not Same just kids, thing. also marriage also too. Yeah. I've learned a lot of resilience from um, my white you know friends marriages like girl you went through that you all that and what you know and i've talked to some of the people some people they'll be like girl he would have been out (laughs) it just would have been over yeah you know but i've learned just some different ways to um so yeah that that makes total sense because and yeah like you were saying you have your your white friends that you love and me too and i just want to say that um, I did get some encouragement from uh, one of my white friends. She and I had our boys around the same time. And, and um, I I was having one of those days. And I sent her an email. We were emailing back and forth. And I shared with her um, some things. And she shared with me some things, which made me feel great. Because I've always admired her as a mother. Extremely patient and gentle and really um respect her mothering styles and so for me for to hear that she was struggling was relief because it was like (laughs) i'm not alone um but also you know she was very encouraging to me which i really appreciated so it's not i mean you know uh, i love i love my friends no matter what color they are i appreciate and respect the differences i'm not I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I don't see color. That's another topic. Yeah, I I can see it. And I can can see the differences. I can recognize them. I can respect them. I can honor them. I mean, I think that's what we need to do. But yeah, so I, you know, in saying that I had one person that I felt like dismissed me, I'm not at all saying that 
I have other friends that are not black that I don't want to hear from. I, you know, I have been encouraged by some of my white friends. Um, so I do, I do respect and appreciate a lot of them, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and again, I'm going to just say it again. You want what you want. Mm -hmm. It's not, I, I don't think it's anything wrong with you wanting to be, um, with people that you identify with it's just you know that really I I don't know it's something that I like talk to my husband about this all the time and I'm like why do we beat ourselves up for wanting to be around other black people like is it a crime with it there is nothing wrong with it yeah and you know he he faces this struggle too in his job he's like well these are you know the all of these you see one, he said he sees one guy that's just like him. He takes his time to get to him. I'm like, <laughs> you know, the Red Sea part. Hey, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I don't under, like I said, I don't understand what that's all about. But I think also sometimes, <laughs> you know, we don't know how we're going to respond to each other because that is um, also true yeah i mean there are some kids some people because my children go to a predominantly white school Mm -hmm. um and there have been some black parents there where i'm just like hey and they look at me and they don't like acknowledge Mm. me and it's just i'm not trying to be your best friend i'm just saying hello and i say hello to all the parents but um you know see I would hello them down they didn't listen I am that I am that person that annoying person that you would love to love because once I hello how you doing hello and I'm not gonna even come at you with like girlfriend sister girl no nothing like that but I will hello you down yeah until you I mean some people I, I don't think you're just outright outright rude but I will ask you my my son has taught me that <laughs> he's taught me mommy you should ask them why they are like that because he does that That's you know old. someone didn't talk to him and he's like excuse me I spoke to you five times and you didn't say anything wow. he's four and you didn't say anything to me mm-hmm. and the and the kid was like because and he was like because what I was like, let me go break this up because he's going to keep <laughs> right. asking him. But I don't, I guess I as an adult, we don't have that. I don't know what we're scared of. We have that filter that is, I mean, you know, and I love that about children. They have very few filters. And I mean, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's like, okay. Uh. I but I don't want to fix that but, filter. Yeah, absolutely. Some filters you want to fix. Yes. You but know, that like if he sees an overweight them. person and he's like, oh, that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, excuse me. That is not, that's not nice. You don't talk about cruel, people like that. But if someone's not speaking to you, you need to have a conversation. Like, mm-hmm. um... Or if it's, especially if it's someone that you deal with every day. Right. Yes. You know. Um, but going back to what we're talking about, because we can talk like this forever. Yeah. got to stay on. Let's stay on track. Bit. And so, <laughs> so thank you guys so much for uh, listening to the Black Moms Diaries. This is Patricia again. And this is Latanya. And we're just talking about, you know, the relevance of this podcast. You know, why... I wanted to bring this to life and some of the things that go along with that journey. You know, it's, and you know, here I am finishing a sentence that I started (laughs) like uh, three paragraphs ago. It's not just about the kids, 
Black Mom Diary is also about personal care, mm-hmm. self-love, you know, some things that we do forget about or we forget that we can do. Yeah. And it's not all about, oh, whoa, black, whoa, black. But we have forgotten about a whole lot of things. that And, and I've seen my white friends like they'll say, I'm going to the <clears throat> I'm going to get a manicure today. It's 10 bucks. I'm just going to take those 10 bucks and love on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, man, I could buy three loaves of bread with 10 bucks. <laughs> I'm just saying there's mm-hmm. just other issues. I feel like that blocks us sometimes from being our best selves. Yeah. And we just don't know that we that is OK and that we can do it. Um, and, and that's not everybody. I'm just saying that's not everybody. But I'm just saying it's not just about the kids. You know, it's about you know, our marriage, our relationships with our husbands, mm-hmm. um, you know, that we'll have other people, you know, guests to come in and talk about their experience. Also, you know, it's just a forum for us to, you know, bounce ideas off of each other and um, experiences, feeling feeling safe with one another. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's a real thing. You know, and I want my daughter to grow up and have friends. I want her to have multicultural relationships, Mm -hmm. but I also want her to know that there is someone that looked like her that can be that may need her input or she may need to hear what she needs to Mm -hmm. hear. Not be afraid of it. Right. Because I feel like sometimes something happened in our past to where we're afraid to approach each other or we're afraid to kind of. Um, be okay with what we would call mistakes mm-hmm. and um i do want to ask like bad mom what type of statement what is a bad mom <laughs> i don't yeah you know i growing up let me tell you what a bad mom was to me and a bad mom was um someone who just did not care at all yeah yeah Someone who just did not care at all. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I, I don't know. Calling someone a bad mom to me is a federal offense. You should go to jail for that. <laughs> Unless mm-hmm. there is something that you can prove that this person has done, like, locked them in a room, didn't feed them. Mm-hmm. Like, someone's, if someone says you're a bad mom because you set your child in a chair for 10 minutes... I don't or spanked them or you know or didn't nurse them or <laughs> oh yeah There's like so you don't things. nurse your kid you or you you give you put you put you don't use cloth diapers what's wrong with you oh man or you don't make your baby food you yes. buy it what is wrong with your you soap is not or organic. you're not a stay-at-home mom what's wrong with you <laughs> you don't homeschool your kids <laughs> what's wrong well, yes, with you <laughs> yes you're a bad mom oh yeah. what or you're you let your children watch tv and get oh, on goodness. the screen Ugh. You know, what is wrong with you? Yes. All those things. I, I'm not into the mom bashing. I don't. I. And, you know, so I know I will say this. I will say this right here. When I before I became a mom, I had this plan for how I was going to mother. My kids were not going to have sweets. My kids were going. I was going to make everything for my children, like all the organic baby food cloth diapers nursing uh I wasn't talking but stay at home mom um and I wasn't talking like 
uh, homeschooling. Actually, we did talk homeschooling, but those were the those were the things. They weren't going to watch TV. I was going to create all these incredible activities for them to do. Well, my son came along. And, you know, I wish I would have worn him more like baby worn, uh, but I didn't. I stopped wearing him at, a, at an early age for him. Um, and I needed to get things done around the house. So I would sit him in his chair and like a little bouncy chair, this little monkey. Mm-hmm. And it would just play. He didn't like the music. He didn't like the bounce. So I just would sit him in there and I turned on Daniel Tiger. Okay. I turned on PBS Kids and mm-hmm. he would laugh and laugh and laugh. And I was like, whatever. And in the back of my mind, I was like, if people could see me, they would be judging me so hard. But I was like, you know what? And this but that was you judging yourself. That yes, was you. I was because judging you had already myself. said. I was like, I'm a terrible mom yeah. because my t- I said I was going to do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, we started with cloth diapers. When I went back to work, <laughs> um, I told my mother-in-law I want him to wear cloth diapers. But at the same time, this woman was watching my child for free. So I was like, whatever. Um, did his food for a little bit, made it in mm-hmm. a baby bullet. My my aunt, one of my aunts got us a baby bullet. We did it for about three, four months, and that mm-hmm. was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I planned to nurse this child up to 12 months. Well, guess what? He weaned himself at seven months. I cried, but I went to go get him some formula because my child had to eat. So, you know, I can't I, believe what a bad mom you were. I know it was I mean. terrible. No, but and then with the second child, it was like I wore her. I wore her probably longer than I needed to. The child mm-hmm. nursed till she was 22 months old. And I was like, all right, all right, enough, mm-hmm. enough already. We didn't do cloth diapers. I think we did it every once in a while. But for the most part, we were buying diapers, you know, um, and I did. We made her food once or twice, but. We bought stuff from the store and they are loved. They are loved children. That's the thing. I, I mean, you know, one of the things, you know, my husband is a man, he a, a very few words, but something that really Mine stuck too. out. Yeah. <laughs> it, but when he speaks, you know, I do notice how people listen and admire when he talks. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I overheard him one day. He ne- never, I don't know why. We Maybe we'll talk about that, but he won't tell show. me. The things that he think is really good. So let me give you an example. So I overheard him speaking with another guy and he was like, my kids love my wife. They have to have her like (laughs) they just want to sit with her anytime she's doing anything. Mm -hmm. He he said her office is very small, but all three of them will be in there (laughs) just with her. So that almost made me. What it did make me teary-eyed because you have to realize the little things Mm -hmm. um, that your kids want to be with you. And Mm -hmm. yeah, they're little, but my daughter's nine and people are like, oh, she's going to hit that. No, she doesn't have to. You know, I wanted to get away from because we just couldn't talk. We couldn't be open. Yeah. And even my 11 year old niece, we had a great conversation the other day with my with my sister she wants they want us to guide them they want to hear what we have to say and um i just think it's how can i be um so hard on myself and take away what i have to give them because once you start beating yourself up it takes you into sometimes you get depressed about oh my gosh and you start thinking about all the things that you're doing Mm. you know counter to what you wanted to do but it's working 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's working to where your kids love you. They're still, you do have to remind them of some things, but they're kids. Right. Yeah, they don't say yes or yes, mom, or thank you when you give them something nice. But that's the part of training them. Right. I don't think we should tell ourselves we're bad if our kids act up in public. They don't know how to process their feelings. Mm-hmm. We would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, how? I mean, I don't know if anybody else just got so frustrated that when they went in the bathroom by their stuff, they just threw all the towels off the shelf. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because that was that. Things. Is, but they don't know how to process mm-hmm. that. So to me, when I if I see that, I'm like, oh, man, the baby just don't know. Or he just doesn't know. Unless he's 18 years old or, you know, they don't know how to right. process their feelings. Right. And I will you give know? you an example. This and any time I because, you know, we we said it several times. I've said it. I was raised by an old school woman and it was like, you don't make mistakes. So you're like one years old and you should know better. And it's like, really? No. <laughs> this baby is brand new. I caught myself saying that. Yeah. Too. And I when I when I go back to that, I mean, because that's what I know. That's where I was. Ra- that's how I was raised. Um but I remind myself of this moment um, where I kind of sort of thought of thought as a child. So there was this one time that we were out at a friend's house having a good time hanging out. And all of a sudden, my stomach just started hurting. It just came out of nowhere. My stomach was hurting. I wanted to lay down. My back was hurting because my stomach was hurting so bad. And I was cranky. Like Mm -hmm. if somebody would ask me just a simple question or somebody would talk to me and I was like, don't talk to me. I was just, I was extremely cranky Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to be comfortable Mm -hmm. and I was so uncomfortable. Well, um, I ended up, I think I took some leave or something, but I was dealing with this discomfort for probably like 30, 40 minutes. And um, when it went away, I realized how different I was with everybody and it made me think, okay, kids go through this same mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, so if a kid is hungry or if a kid has a stomach ache or they have to use a bathroom, in their mind, they don't know how to process this. And this was me as an adult. I was 20-something mm-hmm. and I was cranky, you know? Mm-hmm. So, of course, like, anytime I see my children acting out, whether it's in public or at home, and I resort to that, you need to stop right now. You, you, need to, you should know better kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. I am reminded of that moment. And it's like, okay, so if I, as a 20-something-year-old adult, felt that way, then I can only imagine what they're feeling as a 3-year-old or a 5-year-old. They're dealing with something. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's my job as their mom to help them figure it out. And teach them that, okay, so if this is happening, this is what you can do mm-hmm. to be more productive. Right. You know, we can work through this. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just those things that I'm just constantly learning right. as a mom. <laughs> right. And, um, we went to, the, um, went to the circus on Friday. Mm. And uh, we got free tickets, and then when we got there. We they told us that we had to pay for one of the child, one of one of my kids, because they didn't have to pay an adult. 
Okay. Which was, it said that on there, but we were like, he, he's four. Can y'all just know? They was like, we need those $12. <laughs> but it was $30 for my husband, $30 for me. Oh, and he was like, wait a minute, it's $82 to go to a circus in a barn. And, you know, <laughs> and he was like, we could go do something else. And I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? So my kids were bummed out. You know, they actually took it really well. Like, I'm so proud of them. They were like, they had their head down, but they were like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so we got a compliment from one of the people. They was like, wow, that's amazing that your kids could do that. All right. Thank you. So we get to the little gaddy place and there were some other little kids, some little black kids that was running. I'm going to just call it like it was. Well, they their their parents were young parents. And mm-hmm. you can tell that she was pregnant with another one. It looked like they weren't older than 25. Mm-hmm. Well, they let their kids run around in there. They were just playing and playing and playing. And, you know, we're laughing because they're so cute. Um, to me, like I said, there's no judgment. For me, I've learned that you just can't. They don't. It's either the parents haven't trained them, but you can't blame kids for running around yeah. with their let. So... My kids are sitting at the table and one, the two of the kids are the age of my youngest. But like I say, the nine and the seven year old, they're not going to do that. Um, so when they left, there was this white lady in the corner with her with her people. And I'm not saying that's with everybody, but she was like, loud, your kids are awesome. So in the switch in my head was like, did you say that? Because these were some little, see, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. But then... I know that's why. Yes, right. You know, it's... Yes, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, I know that's why. And I'm like, you know, I said, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we went on about to go play our games. But I just hate that there is that. And, and she could be innocent in it. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't feel that that was how it was. Like, she, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I felt like... You know, should is that something that we should say? And so my aunt would probably get up and say, baby, <laughs> let me tell you, baby, you need to make your kids sit down when they're out here in public. Mm-hmm. That's what she would tell them. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. But if they're not there yet, I can't call them bad right. parents. Yes. Or, you know, or their kids are bad. But See, at that's the same another time, thing, too, yeah, that's that just, enough. girl. At the okay. same time, though, so... <laughs> And okay, there's a double standard. And that's another reason why, uh, you know, going back to the whole reason behind this, this conversation today, that's another reason why I need to connect with people that know where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. Because there is a double standard. Um, I think I I had talked to you um, last time about how we were at the library and my kids saw this, this, um, this frog statue and they started climbing on it and I was like "Uh, Mm -hmm, get mm -hmm, down mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then a white lady came out with her kids and it was like totally different Mm -hmm. well we go to the restaurant and you know those bars where you go through the line and Mm -hmm. there are these bars um well I see non-black kids hanging on it flipping on it standing on it all Mm -hmm. the time I'm not going to let my kids do that. Right. Because it's like automatically there's this judgment that, oh, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Those poor children, you know, their their parents don't know how to train them. Right. How to, they don't know how to keep them in line. Because yeah, they're not trained. Yeah. But, you know, you see some white kids doing it and it's like, oh, they're just having so much fun. That's yeah. so cute. And I think, I mean, 
it's the same thing for for the Latinos also because mm-hmm. a lot of times people will talk about Walmart and it's like yeah that all those kids they don't know what they're doing you know like that sort of thing they they those parents don't know how to how to train them they had mm-hmm. a line I don't like going to Walmart um, I've heard that from some of my you know some some white people mm-hmm. before um, and so I know like that's how when before we went out in public when I was a kid my aunt was like. It was just a look and a finger, and she was like, y'all know how to act in public. That's all she had to say. But see, those were our standards, and like, not everybody has those standards, you know? As far as them running around, oh, that's not something that they know I tolerate. Now, if had I not ever told them my expectations of the way that they should act when they go out, then they would just do what they felt like doing. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, no, you're in someone else's space right well you're not even allowed to do that at home because i want you to be able to conduct yourself what it says it's a time and place for everything right now when we go over to the arcade you go run around and do it because that's the arcade Mm -hmm. you know but but i also feel like chuck e cheese and mr gaddy's it's the same thing (laughs) that's just one of those places where you know i can't stand those places and that's why because i see children and they're just running amok and no parents you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just it's just one of those places and, and that's where that's why I feel like you just have to have that grace because yeah. it, it is it's just it's just one of those places <laughs> it's not the grocery store but I don't I, I don't I don't feel like I, like I say I don't feel like it's something <laughs> wrong with the parents for letting their kids do that yeah. I just know for my kids my auntie always said act like you got some sense yes and you I know? feel the same way and I think just as a community yeah. of black moms or also moms, but just, you know, when you talk about us and the Latinos, you know, we do have a lot of things in common. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like we should be able to trust each other enough to take advice or just to listen and have that safe space. Because I almost wanted to go over to the couple and it was two of them and say, mm-hmm. listen, um, it'll be a good idea if you have them try and sit down for a little bit right. and then, you know, and not let them run around these poles. You don't want them to get hurt. We got this attitude. Yes. That you trying to tell me what you to know, do. That I'm, I'm snapping my fingers on purpose, but yeah. it's something that I feel like we should get over. Yeah. You know, it takes a village. It does. We need to go back to that village mentality. You got to open the door. Nobody knows. And if you're struggling, it's okay to struggle. Mm -hmm. Whatever you would call struggling. Because to me, if I'm not, I'm like, and yes, I'm like, go get your Mario game. (laughs) Because mama need to figure this out. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, there's not. Because that's the way I want to handle it. And you say, no, we just need to have quiet time. That doesn't work with my kids. But I like that. You do. But I like that that suggestion we'll work to that in the big you know Mm -hmm. that's how i feel like a conversation should be now you see that's because you put them on screen time that's why they're acting like that yeah but that's where i've been what i've been getting Mm -hmm. and so that's not necessarily the case that's not necessarily and i mean it's it's different for all of us but at the same time um you know it's good for us to come together and find that common ground as black moms moms of color is is so important because our experiences are so similar, mm-hmm. but we just need to 
to be, like you said, open, open. Mm-hmm. to receiving that, knowing that it's coming from a place in love and not judgment or I know better than you, girl. Let me tell you how to do this because mm-hmm. you don't know. Yeah, I mean, not that at all. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like there needs to be a balance because, as I had said before, you know, they... I was raised by a very intense woman, Mm -hmm. and so I'm a little intense. Mm -hmm. And one of my biggest things that I've been working on letting go of is control, Mm -hmm. you know, so that I can give my children that freedom because I think that they deserve it as children, the freedom to explore. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like I said, there's this double standard. And I mean, it's it's me. It's it's real, Mm -hmm. but it's me caring what other people think not wanting people to look at me and be like oh she's a terrible mom her children are heathens and I mean I recognize that the world will treat my children differently Mm -hmm. because of the color of their skin Mm -hmm. and just wanting to protect them as much as possible so you know being out in public it's just one of my things where I'm like please please don't Mm -hmm. embarrass me but at the same time just breathing in those moments and forgetting about other people and how they're looking at me and focusing on my child and making them the most important and doing what I need to do as a mom. Right. You know, but also like intentionally doing things differently than how they see us doing things or how they've seen us doing things in the past, because it's like, okay, just because you see a black woman with, with black children, you don't know me. Right. You have no idea who I am, where I'm coming from, and what I'm doing. Don't mistake me for a terrible mom, you mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. because my children are acting a certain way. My child is a child, just like your child is a child. If you're right. a mom, just... Right. Yeah, and, and so, you know, Black Mom Diaries, again, is just, um, again, having that platform, that safe place to talk about life, love, um, kids... Um, probably you probably hear more of our kids stories than anything because of course we're black (laughs) mom Mm. diary Mm -hmm. um it's not called black life diary (laughs) (laughs) but i know it's like oh my gosh they keep going back but it's our life i mean we're in the thick of raising it's not like you know our kids are 25 30 years old we are at the stage where they are the most impressible those things that we kind of want them to go out and or just to learn at home and just see how you know how we're rearing them to be what was it um law-abiding citizens right (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even sure i want that that little piece but i'm gonna work on that yeah but we do we do thank you for listening you know if you have anything that um you would like to say how can they reach us um, they can email us. So right now you can email, and this is a complicated email, but <laughs> um, it's magpar 2cares that's C-A-R-E-S, at gmail.com. Uh, give us your feedback. Uh, let us know if there's anything you want to hear us talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to write a letter that you would like to contribute, um, we're yeah. happy to read it on the air, you know, if... Um, if appropriate yes. <laughs> yeah just uh contribute yeah we're and we're we're always you know willing to listen and learn absolutely um like i say this is not a we're not like 
experts. Yes. I'm not an expert. Yeah, like in throwing these credentials at you. Right. We are just, like I said, we're moms in the thick of it. We love our kids. We love our life. And we want to be able to um, just do good things and do good by our kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, until next time, um, this is LaTanya. And this is Patricia. And thank you again for listening. 